Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing on this Tuesday evening? Welcome back to the One Man Low Council, and tonight will be an open forum. We haven't had an open forum in a very, very long time. Most of the streams tend to be kind of in that open forum-esque style, but this is going to be the opportunity that some people have to ask questions that maybe you've been trying to ask, or maybe you've been holding off on asking because you thought, you know what, I'm going to wait either to the next open forum, I'm going to wait for a time for it to be a little bit more appropriate to ask any type of questions or anything you want to talk about. Today would be the day to talk about those topics, and so tonight's definitely going to be all over the place, but seriously, thank you all for being here. Please make sure you smash that like button, please. It really does help out a lot. Hello to everyone over on DLive. Captain K-Man, Captain Poppyton is here as well. Hope the DLive fam is going well. Captain Dean Heiss just popped in. How is it going over there? We got a bunch of people over on YouTube right now, so hello to, let's go back to the very beginning, uh, Edgerop Productions is here, or at least stopped by for a little bit, Larry Larry was here, Teresa Martin, Robert Frey was here, also Griffin Turbo was here. We also have, of course, Stephanie B. How is it going, Stephanie B.? Once again, happy belated birthday to Mama Steph. Once again, hope you all had a wonderful weekend. Father Christopher Miller, hail Father. Glad to see you in the chat once again. Uh, Mark Lazerth is in the chat as well. Hyperin X13 is here. We also got Stream Elements. Josue Vagia, what's going on, Josue? How is it going? Good sir. Slicer Neons is here. Tommy, what's going on, Tommy? Tommy is a freaking boss, by the way. Tommy is is one of the best mods in the business. Uh, he is a very, very cool cat. Uh, Jock, <laughs> uh, John, uh, Cocterstone, what's going on, man? Uh, we also got Nickel Noodles Orange Chat Reviews is in the chat. We've got Christina Nardon. What's going on, Christina? Dory the Hobbit. Joe Lau is here. Venom Broly 93 is here as well. Alex McCarthy. What's going on, Alex? Hail to you, good sir. We also, of course, got Bruce in the chat. Biden Touch in the chat, which is a name that just, again, freaking hilarious every single time <laughs> that I see it. Uh, we had a here, Slicer Neon saying, Odin's alive. Well, yes, Odin is alive. Because Odin's me. How is it going? How's it going, bros? How's it going, everybody? Hope all of you are doing extremely well, as I just realized that I need to get the right chat open right now over on YouTube, because the typical way in which I see the chat is not currently accessible, and I'm not exactly sure why, because I totally changed it earlier. Um, Let me go ahead and get the right chat open. Because then I can see all of the glory. So just give me one second as I as I figure this out. There we go. That's much better. That is much better indeed. All righty. So let's see. Where did we leave off in the chat? Uh, Venom Broly ninety three says hi. Hope you are fine. Hope you are doing fine as well. Father Chris Miller says oh looks like Gary is rubbing off on Odin. Two minutes late. What? I wasn't two minutes late. I started right on time. I actually started... I start, Father, I started right on time, good sir. I will have you know. Calling me out like that. It's Draft Production says, My Lord Odin has arrived. All rise. Well, thank you very much for that. It's Draft Productions. I appreciate it very much, good sir. Been seeing you streaming over on Twitch recently. I've been doing some more Twitch streams of some Battlefront 2, which has been a lot of fun. Alex McCarthy says, Howdy, Odin. How's it going? Open forum, eh? How about that edge return? Dude, that edge return was freaking awesome. For those that don't know, I am a uh, wrestling fan. I've been a wrestling fan for most of my life. Uh, probably, you know, by the time I was like between 10, 11 years old is when I first started off. So for almost 20 plus years, I've been a fan of wrestling through the highs to the lows. It's been a lot more lows recently in the WWE uh, as of late, but one of the biggest highs for sure was having edge return. For those that don't know, uh, edge was one of the wrestlers. Uh, he had to basically retire about nine years ago because he got a serious neck injury, had to get, uh, had to get, you know, neck surgery, uh, like something to the effect of it being a triple, uh, triple fusion neck surgery, basically, is what it was called. And he was told that he could never wrestle again. And it's always heartbreaking to see these guys that have been literally working their entire lives, again, literally working their entire lives to try and make it in the industry. And then they are taken out, not by their own choice. 
And so to see him have to retire, he got inducted to the Hall of Fame not too long after that because he did so much in his career, even though uh, he's, again, a pretty young guy overall. Uh, the, you know, at the time, he was very young when he had to retire. You know, now he's in his mid-40s or so, which, again, I would say is, is still young enough to be able to wrestle because when it comes to wrestling, if you're in good shape, you can pretty much go for, for a pretty decent long time. But he returned at the Royal Rumble this past weekend, and his return was amazing because you could just see the emotion in his eyes. You could just tell that he was so freaking excited that he got the chance to come back because imagine that you were told that the thing that you love to do, you couldn't do anymore, and there was nothing that you could do about it. And then find out that there's a chance, there's an opportunity that you can take to do something about it. Like, that's just amazing to me. It just goes to, goes to show you uh, just the total miraculous nature of, of life in general, man. So that Edge return was freaking awesome. I, it, I, I watched it. It reminded me a lot of the Dolph Ziggler cash-in back probably around 2011 as well. Now I'm thinking about it, or at least a very long time ago. And just how awesome it was and how fantastic it was. So, yeah. Definitely are definitely feeling that for sure, Alex McCarthy. We got a couple of donations already. So Riff Magos, thank you very much for the $30 donation. Holy crap, dude. Thank you for donating via Streamlabs as well. It says, Hail Odin, it's payday, and you deserve some support. Well, Riff Magos, thank you very much, man, because you're also a supporter of the channel um, as one of my Patreon subscribe star peeps. So thank you very much for that donation, man. It really does mean a lot. Hope you're doing very well, and happy payday to you, good sir. And thank you again. Brian the Observer, thank you very much for the $2 super chat. Says, the observation deck is the way of the future. Is it really, Brian the Observer? Is it really? Tell me more about this observation deck in the chat, if you will. All right, jumping back to said chat. Hypernext13 says, good good to see you, Odin. Any thoughts on Parasite having a planned limited TV series on HBO by the director? I honestly don't like the idea of it. Well, it depends on what they do. Are they planning to continue the story with it being a television series? Because if that's the case and it's the same director, same creative mind, can I think there's some potential there. You all know how I feel about reboots, remakes, you know, continuations of stories. But Parasite was an original story. So for that same director to take that story and expand on it, I'm actually okay with. So if, if as long as it's done correctly and it's done right, and also depending on what it's going to be, I might be okay with that. 70B says, we had so much fun, she was happy. Glad to hear that about Mama Steph. Very, very glad to hear that. We got a lot of activity going on over on DLive. Captain K-Man says, open forum. Does that mean I get to find out how many cups of sugar it takes to reach the moon? Um, you could ask that question. However, uh, not being the scientist that I am or the uh, person able to figure that out on my own, um, I'm going to guess uh, at least a million. At least a million. Probably much more than that, I could imagine. Poppy Den also said, Captain Poppy Ten says, we can talk about bubblegum crisis as a part of the Blade Runner universe. People would get bored with that. Probably. They probably would get bored with that. But Captain K-Man, Captain Papitan, we got Frank and the Tank and the Shawnee Weird Dog Clan over there as well. How is it going? Uh, Captain High says, watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Zombieland 2 over the weekend, but ent- both entertaining movies. The last 20 minutes of Once Upon a Time was great. Yes, it is one of the best movie endings of 2019. No question about it. One of my favorite movie endings of all time, actually, now that I really think about it even more so. It just makes me want to watch the film just to get to that ending because the ending really is just so much worth it so thank you and captain phonemo says we can discuss how awesome i am well captain phonemo you are pretty awesome you are pretty awesome good sir all right jump back over to the youtube chat let's see stephanie b had the last comment before things got jumped um let us see uh b says tina is running late from an appointment uh she did tell us about that in advance so no problem at all tina if you're listening please take your time Please take your time and enjoy. John Early says, All Father, I watched a video essay that had a commercial for trade coffee. They make you do a quiz to figure out what coffee beans are best for you. That is, if you actually like coffee. I actually do not like coffee. Coffee is really not my cup of tea. I uh, hope that you enjoyed what I just did there. But uh, that's really cool. I wonder what kind of what kind of coffee were you then? Tommy says, Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to see you in the chat, good sir. Uh, Mark Lazar says, what did you think of Jumanji beating Rise of Skywalker at the box office this weekend when it has been out longer? I thought that was awesome, Mark. I, I, I seriously, when I was looking at the box office numbers, I just am so happy every single time we get new numbers because not only is Rise of Skywalker just failing in comparison to every other Star Wars film that's been released, you know, most especially the Disney released Star Wars films, but then it's also lagging behind so many other films that it really shouldn't 
be lagging behind. The fact that Jumanji 3 is factually going to be more profitable is going to have made more net gain, net profit by the end of its run than Rise of Skywalker is freaking hysterical. The fact that you even have Ryan Johnson's Knives Out has the potential to have been more profitable than Rise of Skywalker. That is so freaking hilarious to me. So yeah, I I thought it was great. I loved it. Drunk 3PO, thank you for the $10 donate. Drunk, stop donating, dude. Seriously, stop donating. He says, uh, Odin smells like beautiful winter's day. Well, Drunk, thank you. He is the most handsome man on the internet, and he's also one of the nicest guys out there. If you've not subbed to Drunk 3PO, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but seriously, Drunk 3PO does so much of God's work in this world, and I'm not just saying that. He honestly does. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say that I am I just cannot wait to find, uh, you know, to, to see all the pictures and videos from the upcoming trip that he and a, few, a couple, I think, what is it? He and uh, Exaggeration Nation, I think, are both traveling together uh, to do some really awesome work. And I cannot wait for that. And especially seeing that they were both criticized, especially Drunk was criticized for being fake about it, um, pissed me off. And you know that I don't say that word lightly. I, I usually try and stay away from that kind of language on here. But just to see any person, even crazy people, go out of the way to try and say, oh, I think it's fake, just makes me so ticked off. So please go support Drunk3PO because he is helping actual people in the world. He is doing stuff that I – like he, he makes me want to be a better person because I know I'm not. I know I'm not living up to what I should be. But Drunk3PO is one of those types of people that makes me want to be better. So seriously, support Drunk3PO, support his work. He's freaking awesome. And Drunk, stop donating money to me, okay? <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. Slice of Neon says, Indeed, you arrive precisely when you meant to. I have exactly. I'm a wizard, after all. No, Beret played the nether here. Exactly, Slicer Neons. I always appreciate that. <laughs> All right, we got some action over on DLive. Captain Poppyton dropped an ice cream, and Dean Heiss, Captain Dean Heiss, dropped three ice cream. Had to bring it up an octave there for you. Uh, and yeah, Drunk is awesome. Captain Dean Heiss and Captain Poppyton both stating facts right there, because Drunk is awesome. You're absolutely right about that. HyperDexRT says, it's hilarious that the thing is being remade again. Is it seriously being remade again? They only just recently had a remake that no one asked for. John Carpenter's is still defi- like is absolutely the best. There's there's no reason to try and touch that again. That's so freaking ridiculous, man. Uh, Venom Berlin ninety three says a lot of wrestlers get huge injuries then have to retire. Yeah, you're right about that. You're absolutely right about that, and it's uh it's really sad. Uh, that's why one of my favorite films that's ever come out is a film called The Wrestler because it really just portrays what life is like for a lot of these independent wrestlers, the ones that don't make it big, the ones that aren't the huge stars like John Cena that everyone knows their name, right? They're not like John Cena, they're not like Hollywood Hulk Hogan. They are just regular people who are working their tails off and are still very entertaining and good at the, good at their jobs, good at the, what they do. They just they just don't get that little bit of extra. They don't get that push that some wrestlers tend to get for a variety of reasons. And uh, it really is sad, Venom Broly. It really is. Jordan uh, Hobbit says, I just saw A Brighter Summer Day 91. That film broke my enthusiasm for movies because it was the best I have ever seen in my life. Really? A Brighter Summer Day? I've never heard of that film, Dory to Hobbit. And you're saying it's the best film you've ever seen in your entire life? That's a pretty high standard. Uh, Tommy says, he was in damn good shape even though he was looking a bit gray. Yeah, I mean, seriously, like he's gray because, again, he's in his mid-40s now at this point in time. So that's that's pretty right on. You know what? To be honest, I'm actually happy he came out with the gray beard because he's not hiding who he is. He's not hiding how old he is. And I always appreciate when people do that, when they're not hiding behind anything. And, uh, yeah, he looks great. He is in excellent shape. Probably one of the best shapes he's ever been in in his entire career. Alice McCarthy says, yep, and he was on Raw last night and said that he's going out on his terms this time, and now I hear he signed a three-year contract. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I figured that he would probably have a somewhat limited run. We don't have a lot of details. He mentioned last night that he had a second surgery, so I'm wondering if that kind of fixed the issue of him not being able to wrestle. Um, I'm kind of hoping that, you know, how the WWE Network sometimes does those, you know, 24 specials or they go into like the background or the history of certain people. The one that I would love to see, and I don't have the network anymore, so please, Alex, let me know if this comes up. I would love to see a behind the scenes view, like a documentary style view on his journey, because I want to find out more about what surgery he got, 
what changed between nine years ago and now, and if he's going to be more limited in the bumps that he can take. Based on last night, though, he can take a pretty fair amount, seeing that they were trying to set up the whole, uh, you know, Randy Orton, uh, you know, heel turn, neck injury angle. So it'll be interesting to see, nonetheless. Uh, Larry Larry, thank you very much for the $2 Super Chat, says, I'm chopped liver. So there's that. Gordon's alive! Are you really chopped liver, Larry Larry? I don't think you're chopped liver. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Captain Phonemo says, It makes me slightly happy that Knives Out made more than Rise of Skywalker. Me too. It makes me so happy. Even though Brian Johnson is still terrible, I think that the fact that he's making a smaller film, $40 million production budget, and his film has made more net profit, just makes me happy for a wide variety of reasons. Uh, and Captain Phonemo says, What is the director of The Wrestler doing, this, doing these days? His last film was Noah like eight years ago. Yeah. Um, did he do... I was that really the same director, Darren, Arno- Darren Aronofsky. I totally forgot that he did the wrestler. You're right about that. Yeah, I don't know because uh, Noah just wasn't that good. It was very disappointing, and that's not just saying that as a person of faith. It just was just not a very good movie overall. I think it kind of went in weirdly odd, random directions. Uh, it looks like he's been working though. Let's see, as a director. Um, you're right. Oh my goodness, how could I have forgotten? That's right. His last movie was a little film, the last film he directed, was a little film called Mother, which was garbage. Complete and utter garbage. Uh, that was the one that starred Jennifer Lawrence as Mother. Javier Bardem as him, basically was, again, a metaphor for God. Ed Harris played man, and Michelle Pfeiffer played woman. So basically, it was an allegory for scripture. And it just was not good. Just was not good. It was a film that got panned by audiences. Uh, Critics, I think from what I remember, were pretty mixed on it. But yeah, that explains why he hasn't directed a whole lot of things recently. Because that was back in 2017. And man, oh man, that film was just awful. And then Captain Dean Heist says, We are all just, we are all just dust in the wind. Damn right we are. Damn right we are. All right, jump back over to the YouTube chat. 70B says, open forum, oy vey. Well, I, tr- I trust my people. I trust my people to keep things, you know, pretty, you know, on the, on the straight and narrow path, one could say. Hyman says, for the TV Parasite series, it's said to extend events that weren't in the original cut, such as explaining why the maid had a bruised face when she came back for her husband. Okay, I'm down. If that's what they're doing, if they're extending the story and telling us more information, I'm okay with that. I'm imagining that means that they're going to go into, so one of the big twists in the film that I'm not going to go into too much detail, he kind of mentioned a little bit of it there, but I kind of want people to experience it because experiencing it, not knowing that it's coming or not knowing what's going to happen, is just that much more exciting. It's what makes that film that much more of a thriller. But I will say, based on that twist, if we find out more background on those characters, that, I think, could be an interesting TV series. And I think that they actually probably could end up uh, doing a very good job with that hybrid. So, actually, I, to be honest, I'm actually excited for that. Not going to lie. I'm actually pretty excited for that. Um, let us see here. Let us see here. Uh, Sizer Neon says, do we, really want, <laughs> do we really want illegal immigrants crossing into our forum? Hashtag build the wall. <laughs> um, what do you mean into our forum? What do you mean that? How do you mean that? How do you, how do you mean that? What what do you mean by these things? That's 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 a very odd question. I felt like that was I thought that was going in a very different direction, but then you said in our chat. And so I'm quite very quite confused by that. Dora Hobbit says, Imagine you own a time machine. What do you tell your fifteen year old younger self? Uh, don't be an idiot. Uh, <laughs> stay less time. I would say to my fifteen year old self. To fix certain things, but I wouldn't really change a whole lot because I like where I am. I love my wife. See, that here's the problem with time travel. If you change too much, the things that you have now don't exist anymore. So I think about all the crap that I did when I was younger. And that's the kind of stuff that I'd want to change, like I, to not hurt the people that I hurt, to not treat people the way that I treated them. But I would want all the eventual out- – and here's a problem is that you can't guarantee the outcomes if that was the case. So I guess in the end I wouldn't change much, but I would just basically tell that person trust in the faith. That's basically what it would be, trust in the faith, and everything will work out. Outpost Dyer says, hello there. Hello, Outpost Dyer. It's been a while. Glad to always see you in here, sir. 
good friend to the channel, Abpost Dyer. Sometimes you've seen him on the Chosen of Valhalla streams. He's also known as Kyle, and uh, he is a great writer. He is currently working on a series, and let me know how that series is going. Didn't you have a new book that either just premiered or that you're working on? Let us know more about that in the chat. Hardwick says, all good things must come to an end, and as regards Jean-Luc Picard, they came to an end with all good things. I haven't been watching that series, so I can't really speak a whole lot to the Picard show, but from what I've been told, or what from the reviews that I've seen, I hear that some people say that, you know what, at least it's doing something right in that it's focusing on the actual character of Picard. And there are people now coming out of the woodwork who have been shills for Star Wars and everything, who are saying, oh, that's how they should have done Star Wars, like like the Picard series, where it's focusing on the legacy character, focusing on the character that people are actually watching it to see, and then have these other characters as supporters of his character. And that it should be the you know the legacy character all the way throughout the entire series, just like it should have been the original three from the trilogy, uh, you know, from the original Star Wars films, all the way out through instead, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I I have not seen the series though. Nathan Slay says I don't like coffee either. It's just not really my cup of tea. Uh, Sasha Dion says, Darth Barbie crossed the stream again. Somebody take away her proton pack. Well, she's been doing a lot of gaming recently. I think that she, I think she streams almost every night and she, she's, she's awesome. I love Darth Barbie. So she's not excommunicado yet, but one day she might be one day. She might be because she is still relatively new to the game. Uh, Maura Kitty, what's going on? I see you in the chat. I see you there. Uh, Alice McCarthy says, how awesome was that scene in Jay and Silent Bob reboot when Brody was explaining reboots and remakes? It was awesome. And it was very much on the nose and I, I appreciated it so much. Uh, if you've not seen Jay and Silent Bob reboot, I actually recommend it. If you like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, if you like those types of films from Kevin Smith, you'll enjoy reboots. Is it as good as Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? No. But I think that it gives a lot of fan service elements, a lot of jokes that a lot of the fans will get. And to me, it's almost like it's a reunion film where it's a dedication to all the films, all the characters that have been established by Kevin Smith over the years. It makes fun of itself. But one of the best scenes is absolutely the scene when the character Brody is explaining that there are these there are reboots and remakes and the key differences between them. But the way that he explains them is so freaking great to the point where he even calls out forced diversity. And I thought that was very interesting to be in the film. Uh, Jordan Hobbit says, your thoughts on drag queens for the first time will appear in the Super Bowl advertisements. Um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, the... You know, the for as far as commercials go, again, that's business, right? Businesses can choose to put whoever they want into the into their commercials, and the NFL as a business can decide to accept whatever offers they want. So, from the business side of it, from a you know legal rights standpoint, I again, it is what it is. Um, it's just not really my thing. I think that it's perpetuating a a bad idea personally. Um, and yeah, so as far as the right for them to do it, though, again, they have every right to do it. Just not really my cup of tea. Uh, Mongo's Big Thanks, thank you very much for the $5 Super Chat, says, Big thanks for all the stuff you do, Odin. You got a great demeanor, and I'm looking forward to catching up with your previous videos. And then it cuts off for me because, sadly, this new version that I have of Streamlabs OBS doesn't have full messages anymore, and it's driving me crazy, and I don't know I don't know how to fix it. Um yeah, for some reason, I can't extend it. I can't change anything. So I'm going to get back to that one, Mongo. Big thanks when I see it in the actual live chat. That way I can give you the, the full attention. I'm pretty sure you just said uh, catching up with your previous videos because that's the last thing that I have on my end. But thank you very much for the super chat, good sir. And uh, thank you. Thank you for all you do, man, because I know that you are a big part of the community and I always see your name around. Uh, Clark Kent says, did you hear SNL went woke with the song White Male Rage? Yes, I did. And I'm going to be honest, I personally didn't really, um, you see, here's the thing with that. To me, because the song happened with every single, you know, with every single movie, I felt like they honestly thought it was funny. And I think that we, realizing that it wasn't funny, uh, are taking it a little bit too seriously. Personally, that's just my own personal thought on that. I'm not saying that anyone who's talking about it is is doing something wrong, but I do think that they 
just they literally put that in there not because it was funny or either one they thought it was funny and it's not or two they knew it wasn't funny but they put it in there anyway because they wanted to get the clicks they knew that the rage mob would come after them and so that's the reason why they ended up going with it so yeah overall i think that it was just not funny so if if the if the point of that whole thing the point of that song was to tell a joke and to make people laugh it's not funny uh, let's see. Uh, John Early says, I didn't subscribe to Drunk 3PO because I like movie reviewers and video game reviewers, and I don't know what Drunk 3PO does. Drunk 3PO does a lot of everything, and I would say subscribe to him just because he's a good dude. And the best way to find out what he covers? Subscribe to his channel. Check out his videos. He is a good bro. Beads of Angel says, did you watch the SNL Star Wars skit way better than Disney Star Wars? Yes, I agree. Here's the thing, though. I remember the first time that he was on the show. I remember the first time Adam Driver was hosting SNL, and that first time was so much better because they did the first Starkiller-based undercover boss, and it's hysterical. Me and my wife watch it all the time. Me and my wife quote it to each other all the time. That's how great it was. This new one was just not funny. Yes, it's better than Disney Star Wars, absolutely, but it just wasn't that funny. Um, and, and just a lot of the things they tried, a lot of the jokes just felt so forced, yeah, it just was a little too much for me. Uh, Captain Phonemo over on DLive says, Mother was only three years ago. It feels a lot longer. It really does, man. It really does feel so much longer. And yet, three years, man. It's insane. It is absolutely insane. Uh, Hardwick says, It should be no surprise that Jumanji The Next Level has more legs than The Rise of Skywalker. Karen Gillan is the ginger giraffe ginger giraffe what um i can't say that much it is not a surprise because jumanji 3 or the next level is a fantastic film it's not as good as the uh second film it's not as good as the one that kind of restarted the jumanji franchise but it's still entertaining nonetheless and it's leaps and bounds miles better than the rise of skywalker so very glad to see that happening captain k-man dropping the diamond donation over on d live thank you very much for that good sir and again, Captain Phonemo says, I finally saw Underwater. It was a decent B-ish movie. Well, that's interesting. I've, I've heard a lot of people say that. I've heard a lot of people say that Underwater is not as bad as you would think it is. That being said, it is a box office disaster. There's no question about that. Hyper says, what are your thoughts on anti-war subject matter compared to class rich poor subject matter? I honestly don't mind anti-war, especially when it comes to war movies. Yeah, you know what? Between the two... Um, I would say anti-war I would be more fond of because I myself am not, uh, you know, I'm not really for war. And as you all know, I'm a Catholic and I, I stand by that in every single sense of the word, including a stance of believing that it's very rare that wars are actually just. And I think that there are a lot of positions that we need to look into and there are alternatives that we need to look into and diplomacy should always be the first and primary thing. And I think that anything that's going to lead to innocent people dying is not just, and is something that should be avoided. So yeah. And I'm obviously going to be a lot more sympathetic to the anti-war message because I myself am, anti, you know, I am anti-war in a lot of different ways. Um, now there's a difference between films that are anti-war and others that can be very much anti-military, anti-soldier. And I'm not for that because I, I love our soldiers. I think that the soldiers are some of the most heroic people that are you know exist. I could never do what they do. And so anything that's going to go after the people, I'm always going to tear down because I think that those people deserve the utmost respect and love um, and prayers. But if it's just uh, the topic of war itself, then obviously for that, I'm obviously more anti-war. Uh, as far as the class goes, usually films that, you know, or films or, or, you know, TV shows that tackle the, the, the rich, poor class structure, um, anything that deals with class warfare, you could almost, you could almost say oftentimes does so with a very extreme political agenda and not just simply a, you know, oh, the society, it, it, it usually goes too far and it gets to the point where it's preaching economic policy and it's normally really stupid economic policy, like socialism, for example, or communism. And those are just ideas that I just can't support. So hopefully that answers your question. Nathan Slay says, what do you think of Ewan McGregor going to the woke side talking about Birds of Prey? Well, it's one of the many reasons why I just don't want to see Birds of Prey. The trailers don't look very good. And the fact that Ewan McGregor has come out to say that his character is going to be an attack against um, white toxic masculinity or something to that effect. Okay, thank you for now confirming why I just don't want to see your movie. And I think that's one of the many reasons why that film is just not going to make a lot of money. Now, could it break even? Could it make profit? Sure. 
but I don't think it's going to be the huge box office success that they could have been had they decided to go in a very different direction. I think that Matthew Kadish over on Twitter uh, made a very good point, and I'll just point you to his direction to see his comment on it because I think he has a lot of truth to it. Even though I don't necessarily like it, it is still true. Captain Dean High says, did you hear about Ewan McGregor being proud of being in a feminist movie that tackles misogyny? Birds of prey. So I just literally, it's amazing how sometimes the... <laughs> And then, he, and then he goes on and says, you brought up right after I posted this. So yeah, I did not hear about that, but it just, it just really, it ticks me off. It really does. Cause I, did he make another comment? Because I'm thinking of a comment that he made like weeks ago. So he may have, did he make another comment? That's just, uh, you're just going to push more and more people away from your movies. Uh, John Early says, I wonder if people who saw and remembered the Howard Hawks Scarface were upset about Scarface with Al Pacino. I'm going to be honest. I was not a big fan of Al Pacino Scarface. I've actually never even seen the original Scarface, but I just know that I couldn't understand most of the words being said in Al Pacino Scarface. And I just, because of that, I just was never a big fan of it. Zach Gregg says, Edge and the Hardy Boys always have great ladder matches. Dude, Edge and Christian, great tag team, and the Hardy Boys, those were always great. The Dudley Boys, throw them into the mix, and you got yourselves probably the three greatest tag teams of not just the Attitude Era, but potentially of all time. Um, obviously I'm not include of the WWE at the very least. I'm not going to include, uh, AEW or all the independent wrestlers because obviously AEW has some, I mean, AEW right now has the best tag team division, arguably, uh, as far as just the quality matches that they put on. And also the fact that they're actually taking it seriously. I think that WWE could get to that point, but they just don't take tag team wrestling very seriously. Uh, Alex Garley says, I'll let you know if and when Edge special comes out, though now I'm wondering if that means his character on Vikings gets killed off tomorrow or next. Oh, yeah, that's a very good point, too. My guess is that because I'm assuming he's going to be on a more limited schedule, that he will still be allowed to film or he'll get more time off. He'll be more part-time than full-time. It'll be interesting to see how that all works out. John Early says, imagine if Ryan Johnson directed a James Bond film, it'd be this generation's Die Another Day. Um, I think that we wouldn't be able to really compare Ryan Johnson's Bond film to anything that had come previously. Think about any film that's ever subverted expectations and then throw Bond into the mix, and that's going to tick off a lot of people. It's going to tick off a lot. He, he would be the dude that would probably get fired for creative differences because he would be the one to try and push for uh, a female James Bond or anything like that, right? He would try and push for that kind of stuff. And I think that because of that and because uh, the people that own the estate right now uh, who are the, you know, kind of the head creators behind the scenes, I forget their name all the time, uh, but the head producers behind it have made it very clear. And I think the one in charge right now is a female. And she says, no, there will never be a female James Bond because that is not the point. Um, so I think that he would be the one to kind of push that and say, but I want to do it this way. I want to do it this way. And then he'd get fired for it. That's what I think would actually happen. Personally, Souls says, "Do you remember the actor who played Vigo in Ghostbusters 2? They say the wrestler movie was based on on his life. No, actually, to be honest, I don't ever remember what actor was that. I totally forget. <laughs> um, why only the first Ghostbusters film? Why why do you have Ghostbusters 2016 coming up, but not Ghostbusters 2? Really?" All right, Ghostbusters 2. Let's see. Who played Vigo? Oh, the Carpathian. Isn't that what his name was? Does he does it have his full name here? Let's see. Vigo. No, they don't. Wilhelm von Homburg. No, I actually... Yeah, I had not seen him in anything else. I did not know he was a wrestler. Huh. He started out his career as a wrestler during the 50s in Germany where he earned his fame. So, yeah, I did not know that the wrestler, the film, was based off of him. That's interesting. Did not know that. All right. Chat jumped on me once again, just like it always does. Let's see. Soul Assassin was the one to have the last comment uh, before things uh, jumped on me. Looks like no comments were skipped. So, let's see. Hardwick says, help us, Obi-Wan McGregor. Uh, Obi, Obi, Obi and McGregor, you're our only hope. And so stunning and brave sarcasm. Yes, seriously. Uh, Alex McCarthy, of course, Darth Barbie just went live, but it's okay. She's new and stuff. She is new. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mongo's big thanks to finish your previous, uh, your chat. He says, catching up with your previous videos. Big thanks again. Well, again, big thanks to you. Mongo's big thanks. I really do appreciate it, man. Uh, 
Slicer says, if anyone needs proof that modern leftists are pretentious buffoons, look no further than Don Lemon's re- uh, recent clip of stereotyping Trump supporters' toxic arrogance. And as I've made it very clear on the channel, I'm not a Trump supporter. Uh, I'm not a Trump voter. And again, we all respect each other for our political views. And I'm never going to push political, you know, any political view on anyone else. I've always been more of an independent guy. I've been more of a third party, middle of the road person. Uh, there's some things that I think are great about what Republicans push for. I think there's some things that even Democrats push for. Like, for example, I think Democrats up until recently, like really up until the last like 10 years or so, were really good on when it came to war. Like they usually were much more not isolationist, but much more non-interventionist, which is kind of like my mindset, kind of my own personal view. So I was able to kind of jump onto that. But of course, recently it's just gone off, you know, off the hill. There really is very little difference now, I would say, um, when you look at actual policy between the two major parties. I would say when you talk about moral issues, that's when you find the biggest divide is on just simple moral issues. But overall, yeah, I think that uh, Don Lemon is is an asshat, for lack of any better term, that's for sure. Uh, CWD Trixie says, hello there from the high ground. Well, hello there, CWD Trixie. Hello, hello, hello. Abos Dyer says, I have two books coming out this year, a horror novella and volume two of my main fantasy series. Outpost Dyer, that's awesome, dude. If you want to send the links to Stephanie or Tina, um, they can post those links for us in the chat. Uh, or if y'all can find that, Steph or Tina. I think Steph is, is here right now. I think Tina's still um, get, coming back from an appointment. But uh, Steph, if you can find those links uh, to his book, uh, that'd be awesome. We could post that and give that some support. Hyperdex13 says, I have, uh, have you heard of Prophet uh, Salomon, one of the prophets who had the ability to talk to animals? That's a cool gift to have regardless of belief, just wanted to share. No, I have not. What prophet from what religion are you talking about? Hyperdex13 says, sorry if that was a random question. I didn't intend for it to be offensive or anything, just wanted to share. So this is, as this is open forum, this is open forum, right? So I wasn't offended. I just, I can't even remember what question you were asking. <laughs> I honestly can't even remember. Uh, <laughs> it was if it was the question dealing with illegal immigration. It was not the illegal immigration part. It was the connecting the chat to that. Just didn't make a lot of sense to me. I can't remember though. Again, context is very important for me because I just goes over my head very quickly. Orange Review says, "Is Rise of Skywalker still trailing Joker in the box office?" Let's go ahead and check. I haven't checked the box office numbers today, actually. Um, so let's see here. Joker is still at a billion seventy million dollars. Uh, Rise of oh boy, Rise of Skywalker, everybody. Guess how much it made on Monday? Four hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars on a Monday. Four hundred and thirty-five thousand. Yeah, so it's at one billion forty-seven million dollars. It is nowhere near Joker at this point in time. Yeah. Slicer Neons says, uh, will there be a black female rage song, though? I hate the double standard hypocrisy more than the bad singing. Yeah, it's totally it's totally double standard. You're absolutely right about that. I just personally, there are other things that I would rather go after these people for. That's just me, though. Slicer Neon says, Mother, we aren't talking about the Netflix film with the robot, are we? No. Mother, as in the Jennifer Lawrence starring film. Hyperdex13 says, So after Mother, are we going to get Father, then Brother, then Sister, Family Saga, and Trilogy? Now that, Hyperdex13, that might actually make the whole thing worth watching. He then goes on and says, Agreed, Odin, in the end, casualties are lost. I don't like war and have much respect towards soldiers who fight for everyone elsewhere. Exactly, right? So that's why I owe it anywhere, he says. Um, that's why I have complete and utter respect for uh, soldiers, for, for civil servants like cops and firefighters, um, because just of the tremendous service that they, that they do for everyone, really. Um, and many of them just get treated like garbage, and many of them suffer from PTSD and get very little treatment, get poorly treated. Many of them become homeless, sadly, too lose their families, it's just awful. So that's the reason why I'm in, that's one of the reasons why I am anti-war is because I think that if we just pulled ourselves out of these places that we really shouldn't be in in the first place, that we would be able to minimize the damage done uh, to a lot of these brave men and women. Jordan Hobbit says, Weathering for You is a Japanese anime film, I've heard of it, about a, f- about a girl providing sunny days during rainy days. The film is woke climate change garbage film. Is it really Jordan Hobbit? That's, that's really sad. Because it's by one of my favorite anime uh, directors, actually. He did a wonderful movie a couple years back. Um, I'm trying to think of... uh, It was called Your Name, and it was wonderful. 
Uh, he did a film called Your Name, and it was fantastic. So that's really sad. I do want st- to. I still want to see it to make up my own mind, to be honest. Um, but that really is really sad. I like his work. He usually makes very thought-provoking films, uh, and they're usually pretty good, I would say. Um, over on D Live, uh, let's see. Uh, Captain Dean High says, "When does Darth Barbie stop being new?" Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really have a time frame on it. Just in my mind, she is still new. Uh, Captain, or rather, he calls himself Captain. Uh, Frank and the Clan, thank you for the 12 lemons and the three ice cream donation, man. I appreciate it. Uh, and then Captain Dean High says, I hear Joker is getting a re-release. I think it already did get a re-release. I think it already did. Uh, it got put back into theater. It was already still in a few theaters. It got added back to like 100 or so theaters. And I think that's done because that's what got it up to 70 million, a billion, 70 million dollars. So uh, Captain Poppyton over on DLive then says weathering with you is worth seeing. So, again, uh, I would be willing to make up my own mind because the dude has made a lot of movies that I have liked. So I yeah, I'm wondering if we're looking again. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't say for sure, but I'm wondering if we're looking in, into it too much or not. It very well could be, but I just don't know. Uh, Alice McCarthy says, Birds of Prey looks like it's in the Batman and Robin category for me. Looks dumb, but I'll watch it for Margot Robbie. Yeah, you see, I like Margot Robbie as an actress, but even that like of her, of her, you know, of her talent is not enough. (laughs) Uh, Rosanna Allen says, send me a little prayer. My husband wrecked my car last night while I was resting. So another hit. He's okay, but I'm living. Ah, Rosetta, I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, everyone, please send your prayers to Rosetta. She's still covering from a hit and run that she was in. And now apparently her car uh, that her husband was in got hit. So, God, Rosetta. I feel like that y'all should just stay indoors for the rest of time. And I'm not saying that as a – I'm trying to – hopefully hopefully, I'm raising your spirits a little bit. <laughs> Sometimes the way, the only way to get through some of the toughest things is just to try and laugh. And I'm sorry if, if laughing might might be hurting uh, right now because I know you're still you're still healing up. But I'm really I am really like authentically I really am sorry to hear that. Um, but sometimes you just ah gosh I just mm. uh, Clark Kent says Birds of Prey will have a 50 million dollar opening weekend. Will it though? Uh, I actually haven't been I haven't been tr- tracking the box office on that one. Uh, let me see. I usually go to Box Office Pro because normally they've got some interesting takes on the tracking. Um, let's see, long range tracking, weekend box office forecast. Um, let's see. Yeah, they haven't done the tracking on Birds of Prey on this site for a while. They'll do another one this week. I wouldn't be surprised if that number drops. That may have been what it was like a couple weeks ago when they were tracking it. I think with the updated tracking, I think it's going to drop lower, to be honest. That's just my own personal thought on it, though. That is just my own personal thought on it. Uh, Hypernext 13 says, that's interesting now that you say that about Scarface. Greg Alba, Greg Alba from film from Real Rejects channel also isn't a huge fan of Al Pacino's Scarface, but loves Godfather, Goodfellas, etc. Yeah, again, I love Goodfellas, and God, Godfather to me is just awesome. I love Godfather. Uh, Justin Proper says, Broccoli is their name, I believe. You're right. Thank you, Broccoli. Uh, I like to say broccoli, but obviously it is Broccoli. So jo- Justin Proper coming in with the knowledge. Go check out his channel. He's a good dude. He went into uh, he went into the snakes den the other day, and and had to put up with some some pretty uh, some pretty stupid stuff, if I could say so myself. So I'm glad I'm glad that you are you are here, good sir. You are of course welcome here. Harwick says my Jumanji three more legs joke was a double entendre. Karen Gillig's legs are so long that Doctor Who poked fun at how long they are, and she has called herself a ginger giraffe. Okay, yeah, I didn't get that part, Hardwick, but thank you for explaining. Sometimes again, I need context in order to understand things. So I appreciate it very much, good sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, let's see. Father Christopher Mother says found about Vigo. The master of evil tried to battle my boys. That's not legal. <laughs> uh, Laura, what's going on, Laura? I see you waving. Just Joe 47. I thought the wrestler was based on Jake the Snake Roberts' life. See, that makes more sense to me. Um, I thought it was just based off of the life of a bunch of indie wrestlers, which is why they actually featured a lot of indie wrestlers in the movie itself, which I liked. Uh, Kay Quick was in there. Uh, he's known by many by a different name now. Um, and I don't know why, why am I blanking on his name? And I know that like Alex McCarthy's gonna be screaming at me in the chat, but I'm, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. 
K Quick Wrestler. I was like, why am I forgetting? R Truth. That's what it is. R Ron Killings. Ron Killings. Uh, so he was in the film, uh, but it was as his ind- his independent performer as as K Quick. Uh, and it, it, that's the reason why I love the film because it's just so spot on in so many different things. But yeah, that sounds a little bit more accurate to me, Just Joe, because my guess is that it would be following not just an independent wrestler, but also one that at one point in time had some fame, but now is you know older and is still trying to wrestle to make some money. Uh, Tina says, I made it and my hair looks great. All hail Whitney. All hail Whitney. And glad to have you here, Tina. Alex McCarthy says, how about that Santina Morella return in the Royal Rumble? I hated that, Alex, to be honest. Um, I, I just didn't like it. I, I don't know why. I think it's because I would much rather them have brought back another female legend than have Santino dressed up like a woman. Like I just That would just be me personally. That's just my own thing. Um, Slicer says, I, I ease merely playing open forum off the, off to open boards. Everyone's a critic. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get, yeah, okay. I was merely playing open forum off as open boards. Okay, okay, I got you. Yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> I didn't quite get that. Uh, let's see here. Captain, or rather, Frank in the clan says, shout out for Little Miss, please. She had issues after getting spayed and is okay, but have to keep an eye on her. Oh, no, Little Miss. Oh, no, I hope Little Miss is okay. I hope Little Miss is okay. And Captain Phonemo says, oh, wish movie studios would start making Grindhouse movies again. I miss those crazy fun movies. I never really got into them, to be honest, so... I would want them just because I know that there are people that love that genre. And I don't know why they would ever go away from those genres. John Early says, All Father, since you have a lack of 1980s, uh, lack of knowledge of 1980s films, are 1990s films more your speed? For the most part. Again, I'm still not perfect in any decade, but the 80s is probably my weakest as far as what many people on this channel oftentimes recommend. Hybron says, Prophet uh, Suleiman is one of the 25 prophets in my religion, along with Jesus and Muhammad, not to be confused with Solomon. Oh, Hybron, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard of him. Laura says, great podcast for history buffs, Hardcore History. They just did a series on World War I. All right, so Laura has a podcast recommendation for history buffs, Hardcore History. Sounds like fun. Father Christopher Miller says, war, huh? Yeah, <laughs> war. Huh. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Yes, exactly. That, that, that song speaks for my thoughts. Hi, my team. I'm scared to consider myself a believer of Islam because of how much bad history it's had. But yeah, I appreciate the respect you give Odin despite our different faiths. Yeah, Hyper. And again, I always respect anyone that's in this chat. Doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what you did, as long as you love me. Um, I hope anyone out there got that song reference. But no, in all seriousness, I think that it's silly to get caught up in those kind of differences. Uh, Dora Hobbit says, You must confiscate my man card like a boss with Tiffany Haddish was a funny film. Really? You thought it was fun? You must have been the only one in the theater because no one's going to see it. I don't find Tiffany Haddish that funny. I've not really seen anything, movie, show, appearance where I've laughed with her. Hardwick says, do you think that Christopher Eccleston would make a good Joker? Visually, he's a spitting image of the comic book version. Might visually, acting-wise, I've not seen a performance from him that would seem to indicate that he would have a Joker-esque performance in him. But again, a lot of people have surprised us in history uh, doing roles that no one thought that they could actually do. So I'm never going to say no uh, to most actors with a chance. Um, Rosetta says he wrecked it. He was being stupid. And for what it's worth, I was not driving either car that wrecked. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Ah, no. Well, I'm glad he's okay. I'm glad he's okay. Um, let's let's see. All right. Chat. Let's see. Rosetta says, and a positive prayer. My niece is in robotics championship for state this weekend, and I'll be traveling to be with her. We'll save travels for you, Rosetta, for sure. And also hoping for a win for your niece. Stephanie B says, context. Damn right. Context. It's very important, Stephanie. You're, you're very right. It's very important. Alex McCarthy says, our truth he got taken to Sioux Falls City by Brock Lesnar. Tommy says, in TNA Impact, he was known as Ron the Truth Killings. That's right, Tommy. That's right. 
Zach Gregg says, John Cena was in the movie Ready to Rumble. John Cena was in Ready to Rumble? Wait, what? Was he really? Was he like a, an extra or something like that? He must have been really young at the time. Alice McCarthy says, yeah, Santina was funny for a second, but it was a waste. Would rather have had the great Trish Stratus return. Yeah, seriously. I think the reason why she didn't is because didn't Trish have like a retirement match where she would never wrestle again? I thought that was that might be the reason why she didn't come back. But I mean, I know that they've been in talks with people like Melina for a very long time. Uh, and she's a great wrestler. So I yeah, that, I would rather have been them working to try and get one of those people back than them just to put Santino in it. Alex McCarthy says, 80s is why you have me around. That's true. Uh, Jordan Hobbit says, the rhythm section looks like another Anna or Atomic Blonde. When will Hollywood learn? Hashtag Alita sequel. Yeah, um, Atomic Blonde was one of those movies. It just it just didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, it was entertaining, but it just didn't make any sense. I actually heard good things about Anna. To be honest, I, I heard good things about that film. Uh, the rhythm section just, yeah, just does not interest me all that much. Sajonians, uh, if we could offer some thoughts and prayers for my cousin. This weekend she had pregnancy complications and her twins are in infant ICU. 12 weeks. Oh my goodness, 12 weeks early. Yeah, absolutely. Slicer sending prayers to the way of your cousin. Uh, obviously, that's a very, very serious thing. My dad's an OB. Uh, he's an OBGYN, so I know how serious that can be. We've had some um, some preemies in my family, and it's it's always very scary. Uh, but I know that usually when it comes to no matter what hospital you're in, normally the NICU, you know, the, you know, for, for, for infants born too early are usually very, very good and have some of the best people working in there. So again, thoughts and prayers heading your way slicer. See Hardwick says, I thought that Margot Robbie was pretty bad in the legend of Tarzan. Her accent was convincingly American, but it was distinctly 21st century American. I, yeah, I didn't really pick up on that because I don't even think I watched that movie to be honest. I had no interest in seeing it. So to be, where are my puppet girls? They are outside with the mama right now. They're outside with the mama right now. Uh, Father Goes Brother says, did Odin just make a Backstreet Boys reference? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. John Early, Watchmen is crappy, isn't it? Talking about the Zack Snyder film, not the graphic novel. The graphic novel's fantastic. I really enjoy the graphic novel. I am not a fan of Zack Snyder's film. I was at the time of release. Um, except for the ending, the ending ticked me off because it didn't do the comic book ending. It did rather didn't do the graphic novel ending. And I did not like that. I don't like when people change major plot points. And I thought the actors were great. I thought that they were excellently, you know, for the most part, were very well cast. But yeah, I think he did a lot of really bad mistakes with that. Um, Alex Gray says, well, now you should go on Marioki with some Backstreet Boys. I pro- 